This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Do you subscribe to, there's this, I don't know, maybe an age old rule that the bachelorettes or the bridesmaids pay for the bride to go on the trip like how do we feel about that do you think we should stick with that rule how many penises are too many penises or is there not is the um, moment not exist say one <laughs> one penis that's it yeah, one well, big penis for the weekend i so i fully appreciate <laughs> let's take a breath Hey guys, I'm Cindy Lutwako and welcome to Something to Share. Every Wednesday, I sit down with people you may have seen on your TV screens, experts in their fields, or just people I find inspirational so that they have a platform to dive into the things that they really want to talk about. We all have something to share, something that we're going through, and something that we need to hear. So let's get started. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. Hope you're having a great week. And I'm really happy that you press play. We have such a fun episode today. I wanted to keep it light and fun. And this is a really big thing that I am pondering these days with all of the wedding planning things and all of the fun around that. One of the big subjects around wedding planning and this time in your 20s and 30s is bachelor and bachelorette parties. We know them. We love them. But there can be a lot of stress around this time period in life. It is a lot of money that is being shelled out, especially if you are in multiple wedding parties or you have multiple weddings this year or multiple events, or if you're at a bunch of different weddings, it seems to be that once you hit a certain age or time period in your life, you just have back-to-back weddings and things are crazy. So if that is you or if that is going to be you soon, this episode is for you. It is a ton of fun. We have the owner and creator of Batch to Basic, which is a service that helps you plan your bachelor bachelorette party. So say you're a maid of honor and you're like, what the heck do I do? Or you're a bride or groom and you've done enough with the wedding planning and you need a break when it comes to the bachelor and bachelorette parties. This is for you. Plus the fact that I don't know what's been going on. Maybe it's with TikTok or just the way social media is. The bachelor and the bachelorette parties have become this whole other entity. Now everything has to have a theme and be coordinated and everyone has these like outfits and it looks really fun. And I mean, it's the one time in your life that you get to have this huge party with all of your friends from all different walks of life or from different periods in your life. It's such an amazing time. So why not go big? So if you're feeling stressed about it, or if you want some good ideas, this episode is going to have all of that and more. We talk through how to manage your budget when you have different people from the party with different budgets, when there's anxiety, or different personalities you're dealing with, the coolest places to go. The company is 
owned and operated by Allison, who is on the podcast today. And she gives us insights on what her favorite places to go, what are the most underrated and what are the most overrated. So she's going to give us all of those incredible tips and really good insider information. And I just had such a good time on this episode and I hope that you do too. I think it's lighthearted. I think we need it these days. Yeah, it's just a fun one. And we just get all into bachelor, bachelorette parties, theme parties. Even if you're not planning weddings or anything like that right now, it's just really fun to have ideas and different perspectives on planning parties or events or really anything that you're celebrating. So many more celebrations in life these days. Please enjoy this episode. If you know someone that's planning, if you know someone who could use these tips, please send this episode to them. Tag us on social media. We always love that. Um, This one will also be on YouTube because I thought it'd be fun to give you some visual examples of what she's talking about and put all that together. So I'll link all of that below so you guys have it. And if you're interested in booking Allison, I'll link that information as well. She's awesome. My something to share today. I think we all just need a deep breath, maybe a really good hug and just a break. The world is crazy right now. I'm not going to get into the details of it, but I'm just going to say I am sending love out to you if you're going through something right now. If you're having a hard time right now, God knows there's plenty of reasons for that to be. I'm sending you tons of love from where I am. And if you feel overwhelmed or you need a break, take it. I know personally, I just feel like just so much every single day. It's something new that I get overwhelmed and I almost feel like sluggish with my day. Like I just feel like, ugh, what's the point? Or I just have a hard time getting motivated just because there's just so much happening. So I just invite you to take a breath. Know that you're not alone out there and that there is love coming your way. And I hope that you're taking care of yourself, taking time for yourself, doing the things that you really love whenever you can, taking breaks from your phone, your computer, all the things that you can whenever you can. Because again, we need it. Yeah, this episode is just a ton of fun today. I know I'm fully invested in this whole wedding world right now and I'm sorry I'm there. Hopefully you guys are along for the ride. We're just having a really good time and I, I have so much time to plan. We're not getting married until May. So I'm just taking my time and really going detail by detail. We just took our engagement photos the other day at the Kentucky Castle, which if you guys are Vanderpump Rules fans, um, it's where Jax and Brittany got married and it is freaking stunning. I guess the castle was built by this couple who was on their honeymoon or on vacation in Europe and they saw all these beautiful castles and got really inspired by them. So decided to come home to Kentucky where they lived and they bought this huge amount of land and built a literal castle for them to live in. And then it turns out that they went through some stuff and ended up getting divorced after all of that, after they built their beautiful dream home. And then it ended up getting sold to someone or it was on the market for a while because, I mean, what do you do with a random castle in the middle of Kentucky? And then it got burned to the ground and and then it was bought by new owners and now is this beautiful castle in Kentucky. It's kind of near-ish to the bourbon trail. So I want to go back and do like a stay in the castle, do the bourbon trail, do the whole thing because that sounds like so much fun. I mean, I just got to live my Cinderella dreams and take pictures around this beautiful castle. I think the road that it's on is called like Versailles Road or something. So yeah, it's a very dramatic and elegant and really so random, but I'm obsessed. So we had a great time. It was 90 degrees. So Nick was really not having it. And it was a two hour drive to get there. So he was a good sport, but it was definitely a tough um, experience. We were sweating our faces off and supposed to be like huddled together, taking photos, sweating on each other. He had to lift me up in the air a few times. (laughs) 
just continued to sweat all over him. So it wasn't the most elegant of days, but the pictures make it look like it is. But we had a ton of fun. Again, I just have this motto. You only get to get married once. Some people do it more than once or whatever, but my goal is to only do it once. Why not go all out? If there's a castle nearby, I'm going to drive to it. If there's an opportunity to live out my princess dreams, I'm going to do it. And I did. And dreams do come true. I'm just really grateful that Nick sucked it up and took me to the castle and had this really fun afternoon with us. So that's kind of what's going on with me. I know 4th of July is coming up. So hopefully you're getting to take a break. Like I said before, we need it. We need to have some fun and just all take a collective exhale. Again, sending lots of love to you, your family, whatever's going on with you. Just know that I am thinking of you out there, whoever is on the other side of this, and I'm sending tons of love. Please share this episode with a friend, family, anyone that you think could get a kick out of it remember it's on YouTube. I'll link it below. And if you could write a five-star review before you go, it really truly helps me. It makes my day and it helps me to continue to grow and build this podcast that is very near and dear to my heart. So without further ado, here is Allison from Batch to Basic. Allison, welcome to the podcast. We just jump right on in here. How are you today? I'm really excited about this conversation. Yes, I'm very excited to be here. Thanks for having me. For the people who might not be familiar with your work, it is somewhat unique. Can you give me a little background on what it is that you do? So I run Batch to Basic, which is an all-inclusive bachelor and bachelorette party planning service. Um, We plan all over the U.S., internationally, basically any destination you are looking to travel to or keep it local to your hometown. We can work with anything and put together awesome custom weekends. That is such a fun job. Like (laughs) you literally get to plan the ultimate party all the time. I mean, there aren't many downsides. Yeah. (laughs) What was the impetus for you starting this company? Was it just like, oh, I'm obsessed with bachelorette parties and I want to do this forever? Or did you have a bad experience with planning a bachelorette? Like, what was the start of this whole idea? Yeah, um, I had planned all of my friends. I was an event planner for nonprofit and corporate and kind of always knew I wanted to start my own thing Mm -hmm. eventually, but didn't know what that was. And then got married and obviously was planning my own wedding, but did not want to even touch my bachelorette party. Like I wanted one thing where I could just show up and not have to lift a finger. Mm -hmm. Um, And I had a huge group and we went to Nashville, of course. This was about six years ago. Um, Nashville for bachelor. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. (laughs) It hasn't stopped by the way. It's It's crazy. Um, but yeah. And I realized how much work it was, um, specifically for someone who either was not an event planner, didn't like planning these things, was busy, you know, all the things. Mm -hmm. So I did some research and it didn't really exist, um, you know, five or six years ago. And so I decided to go for it. I love it. I I love that you took something that you needed or saw a gap in, and now it's become this huge business, which is awesome. And I want to get into all of that very shortly because I have tons of questions, especially because I'm right in the thick of all of this. Um, But before we do, I want to ask you the two questions that I ask of everyone. The first one is anything that you could share, something 
like an object from your nightstand, maybe an object that's surprising or something with an interesting backstory. So what comes to mind in that world? Sure. Um, I'm sure most people have this by their bedside, but I have to pretty much have my phone next to me. And it's Mm -hmm. not for the reasons why you might think doing research or like just on Instagram or whatever. Of course I do all of those things, but yeah. It's mostly to be on call for parties. Okay, yeah. And so I get to sleep next to my work some nights, which mm-hmm. is very fun, a little bit stressful. Um, but yeah, I pretty much got to keep that volume up for yeah. some nights, especially <laughs> when a party is on the West Coast and they're oh, running late. Boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, God, Just in I didn't case. think of that. Yeah, being on call is not a fun experience. I I used to actually be an RA, so I would oh. anytime I was on call while I was sleeping, you're very much on edge. You don't really sleep, so I didn't think about the that side of things that you have to be available in case something goes wrong. Which I was reading some of your reviews, and it sounds like you do wake up a lot yeah. because they were like <laughs> something went wrong with the reservation, and Allison was right there to fix it. So good for you. Yeah. Um, how do you take? Do you take breaks from it or like how do you set boundaries around that? How do you keep your mental health, I guess, in check? Yeah, Um, it's been a long road (laughs) of trying to maintain those boundaries. But um, we have two employees now, which is very exciting. And they Mm -hmm. have been taking a lot of my party workload, Mm -hmm. which is awesome. Just kind of, you know, on the days where we're not on call or, you know, it's a weekend or during the week even um, just putting my phone down and saying, okay, we are not in the office these days Yes, and just whatever comes through can come through. Second question. Uh, anything that's on your heart or mind lately? Um, well, personally, I am just very excited for summer. I feel like being able to be outside all the time, just changes everything about your mentality and you get your personality back. (laughs) Yes, you really do. It's crazy. I have kids and I've never hated winter until Mm -hmm. having kids. Um, and it's just a totally different ball game. So the nice weather and being outside and sun and just, it changes your whole perspective on almost everything. I, yeah, everything just becomes lighter and easier. It's, yes. it's wonderful. <laughs> That's what I mean, it's definitely like a Midwest n- Northeast thing when you're just waiting yes. for that final day of summer. I totally get that. Um, and is this peak season for bachelorette planning or because um, I know wedding season is right now. So I'm wondering mm-hmm. if this is also bachelorette season or is it a little bit earlier? Yeah, they kind of overlap. Um, usually we'll slow down towards the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, because people, well, people are planning for the next year, but they're nothing, not much is going on because most people are, are in the, either having their wedding right then, or they're waiting till the next year. So yes, it's a busy time. I love it. Well, let's keep it going. Let's get into all the things that you do. Um, so I haven't planned my bachelorette party yet, but I have been to bachelorette, quite a few bachelorettes, but I've also been the maid of honor for a bachelorette party. And I will say from that experience, I was not expecting how extensive this whole thing was going to be and how much pressure that you're placed with as that role. Plus, there was a lot of unwritten rules that I wasn't aware of as the maid of honor, just things that were expected of me. And I was 
so confused on how there's these unwritten rules that no one tells you about until you're expected to know them. So I had some frustration. So I wish I would have known about you guys at that time. But let's just go through the whole planning of the event. So what would you say are the key details for planning a successful bachelorette party? What do we need to think of? What are... Yeah, what are all those details that maybe the the first time maid of honor or first time bachelorette party attendee wouldn't know of? So the very first thing would be selecting a date that works for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, very important. Obviously, the bride needs to be there. So maybe pick a few dates that work for her and then send out a poll to the group and see who is able to attend the rest of them and pick the one that works best for everybody. That could be true unless you have a particular destination in mind, and then that might alter your dates a little bit or make them a little more limited. Mm -hmm. Um, That is a next big key piece of information that you need to decide on. Are you going to keep it local? Are you going to the beach? Are you, you know, if you're going up North, your dates might be limited unless you Mm -hmm. want a winter bachelorette party, which we love. Those are cute. Yeah. Um, and then the next big thing that nobody ever wants to talk about is budget. Yeah, that's the huge um, thing. <laughs> yes, it's huge. It's like the one number one stress point for everyone. You just have to talk about it. It's not yeah. fun. Nobody wants to. Everybody's going to be on a different page, especially like throughout your 20s when most of these are happening. I feel like everyone's mm-hmm. on a different page. So it's difficult to you know, some people have kids, some people have really high paying jobs, but their hours are limited that they're able to take off, um, you know, just the whole range. So getting on the same page of that and either saying, this is what's going to cost join in if you can Mm -hmm. opt out if you can't, or getting a poll of what people are willing to spend and then kind of taking it from there and seeing where you can go and what you can do. I think being on the same page about that, those are those are the three like main details to get things going. Yeah, it can be shocking with how much money a bridesmaid is, like how much that actually costs. I mean, weddings yeah. in themselves are so expensive, but then you add on that other cost. And plus people go – usually there's a time period in your life where you're attending a wedding almost every weekend. And especially yep. if you're in a bunch of them, you could be spending like – hundred grand for the yeah. year if you really really went there. I do not want to know how much yeah. I spent on friends wedding but also it's kind of your social life at that it's stage and true. you're going to be taking vacations anyway so if mm-hmm. you're going to cool destinations with your best friends in theory yeah. that's the time to spend it I like that can't do it frame. later it's true um what are some good sites you said polling for your friends. I thought about doing mm-hmm. that, like sending out an email and being like, okay, choose which option works best. Like, what do you have sites that you recommend or programs that you recommend for that initial planning process? I've always used Doodle Poll, um, mm-hmm. which is super easy. Um, but you could also just create a Google spreadsheet and have people fill in their dates. I mean, that's easy. That's great for collecting information too. Like if you have destination choices or favors or decoration things mm-hmm. that people want to suggest. Um, those are honestly probably the two that we use most often. Just yeah. keep it simple. I love a, having a friend that's a spreadsheet girl. There's got to yeah. be one in every group. I am <laughs> not that girl. So find someone else, but it's it's important to have. Yes. Um, what are the top destination places because I've seen I've, I'm on TikTok a lot and now I'm yeah. on wedding TikTok so there's all kinds of things that go along with bachelorette parties now so what are the top destinations and which are your favorites yes um Miami and Nashville have 
through and through since I started this business been two of the top destinations. Mm-hmm. Um, Scottsdale has come out of nowhere a couple yeah. years ago and is amazing. I think I would redo my bachelorette party there if mm-hmm. I had to. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. It's great. There's a lot to do and a huge variety. Charleston, Savannah, those are mm-hmm. super popular. West Palm Beach is getting a little more popular, which is, mm-hmm. you know, it's a little more low key, but really nice beachy destination. And we also plan a lot in 30A, like Destin area in Florida. I keep seeing 30A a lot on my TikTok. What is 30A? Yeah. Okay. Northeastern. Never heard of it. Yeah. I'm like, is this a TV show? What is 30A? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like the panhandle of Florida and it's just complete, like it's much more low key than say Miami or things like that. Uh It's relatively affordable. It's on the beach, more like tiki bars, take a boat out to Crab Island, which is this huge, you know, sandbar where there are drinks and people are on floats and you just hang out all day. Really cool beachy destination that is great for a group. And they have a lot of big house rentals with pools, things Mm. like that. So good to know. Yeah. I was like, what the heck is this place? Yeah. A little Um, more difficult to get to, but worth it. I think. Are there any that are underrated that you think should be on people's radars? Um, yeah. I mean, I've always been a huge fan of Chicago. Okay. Especially in the summer, Mm -hmm. not cheap. Yeah. It's the Midwest. Nothing cheap these days. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, also anywhere in Colorado, Okay. I feel like is an awesome destination. Um, those are probably like my top two. I love planning things that are more remote or like off key cities mm-hmm. that people aren't going to. I think there's, there's so much to do in every city. Like we did want a bachelor party, even on the bourbon trail in oh, Kentucky. Yeah. And that's where my I was fiance like, just went for a bachelor party. Yeah. So much good stuff there. So much. There's some really cool houses and stuff there too. Yeah. Any that you would say are overrated. <laughs> Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. Okay. I thought you were going to say Nashville. Hmm. No, there's something about there's Nashville. There's something about You it. just, I can't deny it. Okay. All right. <laughs> I just Vegas. went for mm-hmm. an on-site um, bachelorette uh, like a month ago, and mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be annoying, you know, just a little overwhelming, and it's just so fun. Yeah. You just... You can't throw a penny in a bar there and not land on a bachelorette party. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. And you got to love it. <laughs> yeah, I do. So what about Vegas? Is it just the crowds, the yeah. expense? I, I, I will say whenever I've gone to Vegas, though, it's been very cheap as a group of girls, but maybe yeah. that's changed. <laughs> and I think that that's probably true. Uh, yeah. But if you're planning ahead of time, so it's kind of like a catch 22, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. if you're going with a big group, you want to have a plan ahead of time. But I mm-hmm. think that if you went there and kind of did the majority of things on a whim, or at least like your nightlife and day parties and things like that, you could probably get away with doing things pretty cheaply. That's as true. A group of women. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's my personal opinion. We still no, plan I, in Vegas. Yes. We still put together awesome weekends. Yes. <laughs> but it's, I think actually Scottsdale is kind of like a cool, more tame Vegas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's like clubs and stuff there, right? Yeah. Yeah, there's them. great nightlife. It's deserty pools. Cool. Love that. Dang. You mentioned budget earlier, and that is honestly the probably biggest thing about, especially when you're in your 20s. Like I remember when the role of being the maid of honor was like, you're expected to plan the bridal shower and pay for the bridal shower. And at the time I was like, okay, do you want a pizza party? Because I can't, I'm just, I just graduated. Like there's, I'm not, this is not going to be a large party. 
Um, so that whole budget thing is difficult. Plus, there's that variation in budgets and people might be coming from different backgrounds. So what is the best way to go about that? Like, What do you recommend for a way to make it somewhat affordable or to at least make everyone feel comfortable that are attending The Bachelorette? Yeah, I think just being upfront about it. And if the bride is wanting to be more inclusive of everybody and doesn't really care about destination or what she's doing, I think even just kind of offering up ranges of budgets that might work for certain destinations, then people can kind of even anonymously submit Mm -hmm. their response. So then, you know, nobody's like, oh, this one person's bringing us down, you know, (laughs) or you had to keep it local. (laughs) God damn it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but I think you can also do, you know, other things that would make it more reasonable for someone. For example, if you planned a three night weekend and Mm -hmm. certain guests wanted to come for two nights okay, and just kind of, you know, alleviating some of the costs that way. So everyone can still participate, but if you have the funds and the time off work or, you know, whatever that you can do it all or kind of a portion of it. Um, that's definitely an option. It's weird because I feel like a lot of times we get a lot of sticker shock. Like when people see the first draft of their itinerary and often it's a good way to get people locked in just so that they know what the expectations are, what the weekend's going to look like, commit or don't commit kind of thing. You're going to be spending that much anyway. I think it's like we do payment plans and things like that. But I think okay. seeing that number up front sometimes can be scary because it is an obscene amount of money, but yeah. it's just kind of the season and what it is. If you want I know. an awesome getaway. That's so true. And anytime I do, deal with anything wedding related, I'm, there's always sticker shock. With, yeah. It doesn't matter what it is. You're like, oh, yeah. it's going to cast, cost that much for one yeah. flower arrangement. Got it. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, it's a mess. Um, a, a budgeting as well. Do you subscribe to there's this, I don't know, maybe an age old rule that the bachelorettes or the bridesmaids pay for the bride to go on the trip? Like, how do we feel about that? Do you think we should stick with that rule? What are your thoughts? So we probably see about 50 50. If anything, the bride pays her own way more these days, I yeah. think, because they have turned into such elaborate vacations at this mm-hmm. point. Um, I think sometimes we'll see like if it's a certain group that continues to go to every person in that party's bachelorette, you know, like mm-hmm. they know that they're going to get their turn of being paid for, then okay. they'll the same, split like, it up because, or something. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's the okay. same people over and over. But a lot of times people are inviting, you know, friends from all different areas of their life. So they're not going to be at the same parties as someone else. So if you're going and splitting a $2,000 per person weekend versus, you know, a $700 per person weekend, like that's a little bit different. Yeah. Um, and I also think group size matters Okay. because if you have 18 people attending and it's an extra hundred bucks a person, like no big deal, just do it. Okay. And then if it's six people that's a substantial addition to your cost per person. So you think less people is worse than more people? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Wanna, well, in terms the of merrier? splitting the cost of the bride. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we okay. love that big parties sense. just because yeah. that's our forte. And we think it is overwhelming for somebody to plan, but we know you how thrive. to do it. So I think like in terms of at least splitting the cost, having a small group, it's kind of a big expectation to ask of people to you know contribute an extra three, sometimes $400 per person on top of their already potentially pricey weekend. Mm -hmm. Whereas if it's a big group, it might just be 
75, 100 bucks extra. Mm, yeah, that's a good idea. You mentioned the dynamic of the group. And that's what's interesting about these parties. It's like your friends from all these different backgrounds coming together for this one weekend. So it can be interesting and there can be different personalities. Like this one bachelorette trip, I, I ended up crying by the end of the weekend because I got in a little weird text tiff with one of the bridesmaids that we've never had issues before. It was So that's, that stuff happens and yeah. you want to avoid those. So what are some ways that we can keep the group dynamic positive or what would you recommend to all of these mixed mash of personalities to make that weekend cohesive as much as you can? Yeah, I think that's definitely tough depending on the personality personalities you're working with. Yeah. Um, Especially, you know, when it comes to budget, if people are sensitive about that topic or they want to be involved or they forget that the weekend isn't about them kind of thing. (laughs) But I think that that's kind of one message to just always reinforce with the group is that this weekend is about the bride or the groom. Mm -hmm. And while your opinions are taken into consideration, ultimately the bride gets to choose and this is about her and this is a happy celebration and bringing all of these people together. And it's, it should be a fun, light experience. And if it's not working for you, then you might need to consider alternate options. Yeah. You don't have to go. Yeah. Exactly. But you don't have to go. (laughs) Again, a big theme on TikTok right now is the theme of a bachelorette party. I feel like this all came about semi recently where like every weekend has to have a specific theme and it's like what's trending for the season. It's a whole thing these days. So what would you say is, are some cute themes? What's, what's really popular right now and how are, how do you make that special or incorporate that through the weekend without making it like kitschy, if that makes sense? Right. I think making things specific to the bride or groom is huge. Mm -hmm. So even if you're doing the disco cowgirl for the millionth time, because it actually is really cute. Yeah. It's in right now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You could, you know, do make special touches on it that are specific to who you're celebrating. Mm -hmm. And, you know, whether it's like certain things that she likes, like she loves fanny packs. So let's do that. You know, Mm -hmm. obviously fanny packs are also in, but just kind of like catering it to what the bride wants. Um, We also do like logo and branding design, which Mm. can make things fun because you can customize anything at that point. T-shirts, like those party pouches, tumblers, Mm -hmm. bags anything. And that alone makes it um, much more catered to the person, you know, who you're celebrating. Yeah. I like. That. Um, but yeah, we've seen, like, we just did a last rumble in the jungle theme, Cute. which was actually really fun because it was a little, you know, it's kind of getting popular, but it's a little bit outside the box. So it was fun mm-hmm. to kind of think of ways to make it look cute without being yeah super obnoxious. Um, it can be a fine line. <laughs> yeah. And recently I saw that like a new theme that's been kind of trending, I think is like country club or, um, Oh, that's cute. It? It's like coastal not- grandma's variant. Yes. Days. <laughs> that's it. I kept wanting to say country grandma, which uh, yeah. would also be hilarious, but coastal yeah, grandma. Coastal grandma. <laughs> I think that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you could really take that far and everybody be old ladies for the night, you know, yeah. just like go out wearing which we've wigs seen and it golden is girls. Hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so amazing. funny. What do you think is trending for 2023? Any futuristic plans? That's probably when I'm going to be having mine. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I mean, I'm thinking that these themes will honestly probably hold true through the next year or two. Um, But honestly, just things that I think are becoming more popular because this is such a, you know, common thing that everybody's celebrating and posting on Instagram or TikTok. And while it's great to be trendy, it's also like really nice to have your own thing and your own vibe and make it unique, which is Mm -hmm. kind of where we come in because we're all about like the custom aspect to it. Yeah. So I think like having your own logo and branding, um, whether it just, you can literally just base it on a color scheme or Mm -hmm. your destination or a theme or, you know, something from your past. that's like an inside joke with your friends. I mean, you can go any which way that you want with that. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that that definitely adds like a more sentimental feel to the weekend when you're buying all of these things that you may or may not use in the future. Yeah. That's um, it. yeah. <laughs> so definitely suggest doing something like that. What are some nice touches to include? You mentioned like keeping it like cohesive with a group or like memories or nostalgia. What are some like nice touches that you guys like to include or you think are fun or cute or anything like that? Yeah. Um, on a, like super easy and free level. Um, I would say one of my favorite nights, um, of my bachelorette party, I had all friends from all different groups and they all sat around in a circle and told the story of how we met. Like I was crying. It was so great and hilarious. And like, I just think something like that, where you're telling your favorite story about the bride or how you met her, you know, just kind of this personal moment and a night in is super meaningful. Um, if you want to really like spruce that up, we often have like facials come in or masseuses come in to, you know, elevate the experience and have it feel like a pampering night, or you could even just kind of bring your own face mask, kind of keep it low key. Mm -hmm. Um, so those are fun things. We've been doing a lot more, um, like champagne carts or bar carts. Cute on site, which is really fun for pool parties, um, or just days at the house where you're having some food catered in or a picnic, the luxury picnics are so very right trendy now. right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're very cute and they're everywhere. Yeah. So you know, the extra add-ons that make it really fun. The big thing I think is that welcome bag. That's the thing that you always see. And there's so many Mm -hmm. videos of like what I'm putting in my bridesmaids welcome bag. So what are some really cute things to put in? What are some brands that you like? Um, How do you make that cute? (laughs) Yes. Um, We love, well, especially if we do do um, the custom logo and branding Mm -hmm. um, that opens up the options a lot more. And I'm not a huge fan of t-shirts anymore, but when they have something custom on them, like it can be fun. Um, Mm -hmm. And then, you know, some sort of drinking contraption because let's face it, you're either going to need water or a beverage throughout the weekend. So you'll use it and you'll probably use it in the future. Mm -hmm. Um, We love just for the bag itself, looking for new and fun ideas to bring like some color into the mix. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's fun even just that makes a statement sometimes, um, anything for your hair, scrunchies, clips, headbands. We love it all. Um, it's really fun addition and also kind of adds that color, like themed thing, um, without being too crazy. (laughs) 
or in the process of elevating like hangover kits or little going to ask kits. you. Yeah. What's yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I love the idea of them kind of overlapping. Uh-huh. So we'll include like the standard items, like a hydration kit. We work with, um, a smaller brand to offer those products. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Advil and mints or Toms or things like that. Toms but is my including, go-to. yeah, <laughs> it's a must. Have. Yeah. <laughs> also, including like face masks or like nice chapstick or lipstick, um, things of that nature, like those mm-hmm. under eye patches, where mm-hmm. not only are you recovering, but you also feel very nice and refreshed the next mm-hmm. day or even just on the last day before you go home. So you're not a complete train wreck. Um, yeah. So we kind of like including both of those genres of items into like a quote hangover bag or spa kit. I love that. Are we still doing the bride wears white? Everyone wears black. Are we still doing those types of themes? And are there certain companies or brands that you guys work with that are really good at doing those types of custom made things? Yeah. Um, we definitely see that all the time, the white or black and, or white Mm -hmm. or any color. It's, there's definitely been like a more of a variety in terms of what the bride is wearing. Sometimes everyone else will wear white and the bride will wear a color. That's fun. Which I actually think makes them stand out even more, which is fun. We do work with brands that do like t-shirts and things like that. We're kind of trying to expand into more of like clothing and beauty collaborations at some Mm -hmm. point um, soon, but most people will just kind of find their own wardrobe and, mm-hmm. you know, versus getting the t-shirts um, with us. How many penises are too many penises or is there not, is the um, limit not exist? I say one. <laughs> one penis, that's it? Yeah. One well, big penis for the weekend? I, so I fully appreciate <laughs> the vibe, the sentiment, like if that's your go-to and we'll do it, but uh-huh. we try to stray away <laughs> or at from least the dickhead like advertising bands. of it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's more of a behind the scenes, like mm-hmm. subtle, yeah. subtle dick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you do, you do some men or bachelor parties as mm-hmm. well. What is there to do for men besides golfing, strip clubs, and just like drinking? What, what are some ways to switch that up for the guys? Yeah. Guys, I feel like guys are kind of a mess and then they find us and then they're still a little bit of a mess, but we kind of like tame it so that they have a plan for the weekend and they're not just sitting around not doing anything. Mm -hmm. And once they find us, then they're like, Oh, I get it. Like that was cool. So, um, there's a lot to do. I feel like we've done like a wide range of activities for the gentlemen, Mm -hmm. um, like ATVing, there's Mm. just party bus type activities. Um, they can also attend pool parties or have their own, um, (laughs) like beachy destinations. They'll just go to the beach or yeah. I mean, there's a whole range. They, you know, they always like to go out to eat. We did the one on the bourbon trail. So they were just going to distilleries all day, mm-hmm. um, breweries. Is yeah. there a theme for the guy weekend? Can we get them to do a theme or subtle theme? How does that work? I would love it. I think yeah. it would be really fun. Nobody is committed as of yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't mm-hmm. often send out much. Um, yeah. Usually it's like the hangover kits or like mm-hmm. a hat or a flask or things like yeah. that. It's nothing extravagant, but personally I would be all about it. 
Yeah. I want them to go out in a full, like, coordinated group. I want the guys to start picking that up. I think it would be so funny. It would. And they would get a lot of attention. Ways to make your party stand out. What are some of your like best kept secrets for bachelor parties, bachelorette parties, any of that? We've been helping with some groups that are like going back to the cheesy bachelorette party flair, like boas. Mm-hmm. Um, ah. Yeah. Just like super cheap, like all the necklace things or like uh-huh. shot glass ring, you know, just like the super corny bachelorette stuff and I feel like that's now yeah exactly (laughs) and I think it's weirdly different now than everybody Mm -hmm. else is doing everybody like looks so great and coordinated and but I think that kind of brings back just like the back in the day it's almost like how everybody's doing like 90s or 2000s theme Mm -hmm. but less coordinated because that actually was like what people used to do but yeah I mean I also love like the old lady idea it is hilarious you'll get a lot of attention or we've seen people wearing like thrift store wedding dresses or their own that's cute yeah a whole group of people wearing wedding dresses is gonna make a scene yeah that'll (laughs) start some conversations because I've seen a lot of the pajama party thing but like very classy it's kind of like giving gossip girl sleepover that kind of a theme there's tons of stuff right now there's so many options I know you can take Um, it a number of ways the flow of the weekend what are some ways to create that I think that is the best part of or like the most successful part of any weekend is the flow of it giving yourself enough downtime Mm -hmm. enough events giving a, a little mix of everything like how do you suggest creating that perfect flow Yeah, I think that's one of our strong suits because a lot of times people will list out like a tentative itinerary and it's either jam packed or like not much of anything Mm -hmm. or like jam packed on one day and then like nothing on another day. Yeah. Um, So I think a couple tips are stick to like one activity a day um, unless it's extremely short or at your house rental where you're not like traveling or moving around too much. So then that kind of evens out the travel time and downtime. Um, but also don't be afraid to have meals catered in or get things delivered to kind of mm-hmm. balance like the going out for dinner or brunches. You don't have to go out for every meal. It's yeah. a great money saver, but also it just kind of lets everybody collect themselves, like refresh before you either go out for the night or you stay, stay in for the night after you've had a full day out. That's kind of how we try to balance the ebb and flow of like crazy to downtime and kind of relaxation. There's got to be like climaxes of the weekend. Mm -hmm. Because if it's just all one climax, you're going to be dead. Yeah, exactly. Don't go out on a boat and then plan to go to dinner two hours later. You're not going to make it. No, no, no. (laughs) You're going to need some time. Yes. That's a good, good tip. Um, my thought process right now for our bachelor bachelorette party is combining them. Mm-hmm. Have you ever done that? Is that successful? What are some ways to make that successful? Cause that's where my head's at right now. Cause we're yeah. three and like, we've been to a lot of both. I think it would be cool to kind of combine them. What would you recommend? Yes. That's a much bigger thing right now. Yeah. Um, we just had one in the Bahamas and it was awesome. Oh. Um, we have a bunch of them actually where, I think sometimes you either have to decide whether you want to stay together the entire time and just mm-hmm. have it 
be like that. You're all on the same page doing the same activities. It's yeah. a whole guy, girl weekend. Or if you're going to split it up during certain events, or for example, we have one um, in Scottsdale that is staying in two separate mm-hmm. houses even. Yeah. Um, so I think kind of that's the first step in determining is it going to be completely combined or are you going to take some time for each of you and then deciding how you want to move forward with that? Because in some ways, if you're splitting it up, you're kind of planning two separate weekends and then you just come together for a couple things, which is a lot more work to be honest. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, versus if you just want to combine the entire weekend, then you can kind of just be on the same page or like, one night just say the girls go to this place for dinner and the guys go to this place and then like that's it okay yeah so my headspace right now is like having like a girls event day like the girls go do something one day the guys go play golf or whatever and then we come together for most of everything else i'm i'm feeling theme parties Mm -hmm. like if you've seen summer house where they throw those ridiculous theme parties like that's my vision right now where we have like some kind of theme i'm feeling prom and canadian tuxedo at the moment but don't want to get super into that yeah Yeah, so that's that's the thought process but it's tough because then our other mindset with that was like okay people have kids and stuff like they could bring the like the couples for each person can come but that's like 36 people or something like that so it is does get tricky so the separate houses and all that so that sounds like i'm gonna need to call you yeah (laughs) we're here i love it so walk me through your process so for people who are interested in getting your help or walk me through how that whole thing works? Yeah. So we start, we will collect our planning fee up front. Um, mm-hmm. but then we basically kind of take any ideas you might have. Um, it's totally fine if you have none also, yeah. <laughs> or if you have all of them and you just want mm-hmm. us to do all of the work, usually it's a combo of the two, but we put together a custom website Um, and it has like the full itinerary listed out and you can, it's great because you can reference it throughout the entire process while we make updates to it. And also it's just password protected. So anyone with the link can view it. So you can pass it out to all of guests, um, at the beginning, or some people will just opt to wait till the end and say, this is the finalized version. Mm -hmm. Um, so we'll do that. We'll include some alternate options. Usually they're at varying price points or different vibes. So you can kind of like a little bit put together what you're looking for specifically for the weekend, but not have everything in the world to choose from, which is Mm -hmm. nice. And once we have that finalized, we in um, individually invoice each guest. So you don't have to worry about collecting payments from, from everyone. They just send them directly to us. And then we coordinate with the vendors and send payments off to them, sign contracts, all of that kind of stuff and book everything. Mm -hmm. And then there's usually like a bit of a lag time or we can kind of go through the details. Um, We also have like create mood boards for each event with, you know, the favors and decorations that we purchase and um, either send directly to you to do the setup or we send to a decor setup company. Mm -hmm. Um, So you don't even have to touch them which is really nice. And they can, we also like work with someone who can stock your fridge with groceries and alcohol, oh, which is also great for big groups. Wow. Yeah. Um, that's, that's luxury. Right there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, yeah. And then one month before the party, we're kind of working on final details on our end. We'll follow up if we need anything, collect final payments from guests, and then mm. you are good to go for the weekend. And we are on call in case 
there are any mishaps or miscommunications. Wow. Yeah, I was wondering that who was setting up. All, it looks like there's little bachelorette party fairies that just come and set up everything. That's so yeah. nice. What are some, like, what is the craziest party that you've planned or, like, the craziest thing that's happened on one of these weekends? Any, like, insider stories? Yeah. So it's a little depressing because I get asked this question all the time, but I don't get to go to, like, the crazy parts. Yeah. I don't get to see all the fun stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But we recently did... we worked with Caitlin Brown on an event in Folly Beach, which mm-hmm. it was my first time in Folly Beach. And I got to be on site, which was awesome. And their de- decor setup that was the last rumble in the jungle theme. Oh, and cute. it was like over the top. Um, the balloons, we worked with a company, Balloon Therapy, and they were awesome. They do really crazy, ornate balloon installations. Um, and it just basically took over the entire house, which wow. was awesome. Yeah. So it was just really fun to actually get to be there and see it because the pictures don't really do it justice kind of thing and mm-hmm. just do all of the details for everything else behind the scenes. And it was, it was really fun and looked awesome. What's the craziest request you've ever gotten? There's so many. <laughs> <laughs> I am not going to be able to think of one off the top of my head. I feel like they're, they're not even like wild, like out of the box type of requests. Mm -hmm. They're more just like expecting that we can handle things when we're not on site. Uh, So we are newly offering this year, like a service for an on-site concierge where one of our, one of the members of our team can like go and Mm -hmm. do the setup and then provide extra special touches throughout the weekend, um, which is cool. Yeah, some people don't really realize that we're not there and we can't like have these ornate things like set up at their house like while they're still in bed kind of situations. Yeah, there's a line. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think is something that you try to tell all of your brides or grooms or people planning it? Like what's a takeaway for making these things successful? I think it's just back to remember why you're there. Mm -hmm. Um, it's corny and maybe annoying to hear it so many times, but like Mm -hmm. truly, if that's where your head's at and that's where your mind's at and you, your heart and your mind are there and you are there to celebrate the bride and, or the groom and be a part of the celebration with like all of their favorite people and this awesome destination and having a great weekend. I mean, there's nothing can really go wrong, even if it goes wrong. I love that. Um, I think that's all I have question wise. I'm going to ask you some final questions unless there's like anything else that you thought that we should cover or that we should know before. Um, I think maybe just the last thing would be, there is a lot of, it goes back to like the custom aspect to the weekend. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of like cookie cutter things out there that, you know, are awesome and they totally work and they're really fun, but I think us being able to bring like the custom aspect to your weekend and making it like tailoring it specific to the bride or groom and the group Mm -hmm. attending is Mm -hmm. like really special and something that I really like haven't let go of even in the midst of all of these things that make it way easier to just do everything the same. And I just think that that's really important, whether you plan with us or whether you plan it by yourself, like just remembering that it's your weekend and it's about you. It's not what about what everybody else is doing. Yeah. Cause it can be almost monotonous when you're going to all these weddings, all these bachelor parties, all these bachelor parties. But when you have those little elements, those little details that you guys include, I think those are the things that make it memorable and special 
and unique. And those are things you're like, oh, I'm glad we did that. I'm glad we paid that a little extra or I'm glad that we put in a little extra time because I've been to those events too or those weddings where you're just like, oh, it's the same thing, same schedule, same thing over and over again. Then it becomes almost monotonous. But when it's like unique and special, I think you're like, oh, that was fun. That was exactly that was worth it. Yeah. And I think a lot of it is about like the experiences over Mm -hmm. all of the decoration. I mean, the decorations are so fun. Don't get me wrong. Love doing them. Love coordinating Mm -hmm. them. But really like the weekends are about like the cool new experiences that you're having with all of your favorite people at the end of the day. So I think making sure that those are like well executed and taken care of is takes much more precedent over having a cute bag. True, but I love a good cute bag. (laughs) I do too. (laughs) Amazing. I'm going to ask you a couple final questions and I think that's all we have. Um, Anyone planning or every party should at the end of the day feel like, like what's the feeling that you want to like, if you could give it like one word or one detail, like what feeling do you want to pull from your events or your weekends? <laughs> Almost like a combination of rejuvenated and exhaustive. Oh, okay. I like that. <laughs> of, uh, you know, you have both. You're rejuvenated because you've been with all these people and had the best weekend, but you're exhausted because you really went for it. You put in the work. Yes. Yes. Perfect. Or what do you think should be memorable out of these Uh, weekends? Um, I think having at least one really cool activity is a great way to like really remember the weekend Mm -hmm. and have it like solidified in your mind and be able to look back on it and say, wow, that was really awesome experience that we all had together. What are some good bonding ones? I'm thinking like skydiving, like what are like, I'm just thinking of like all the bachelor, um, like the TV show, like all the crazy things you do on that. So like, what is, um, some memorable or like unique experiences you could plan? Yeah. I mean, love all of those. I would love to plan them. (laughs) If the whole group is risk takers, that would be great. For real. Honestly, a lot of them revolve around boat outings because that's Mm -hmm. something you're going to do every day. Um, And you're usually with a group. So you have like the yacht or a catamaran and you're in these beautiful blue waters. Yeah. Um, So those are definite um, huge takeaways. Something like an outdoorsy experience, like ATVing. That's also not something you're going to do every day necessarily. Um, So yeah, or like even it could be as simple as like an amazing restaurant that you've Mm -hmm. kind of all been wanting to go to or that is super well known. I mean, that Mm -hmm. is an experience in itself. Yes. I love a good food experience for sure. And what's your best piece of advice? It could be related to what you're talking about and what you do, or it could just be like in general, less leaving thought or advice. Really cliche, but love what you do. I mean, I love my job and it makes Mm -hmm. it so much easier to do it. And it's really fun to see people come together and have awesome events. And I think that if you're, it kind of translates into even just planning bachelorette parties, like if you're loving what you're doing and it's entertaining, Mm -hmm. or even if you just pass it off, so you only get to do the fun stuff, Mm -hmm. um, just, you know, put your passion into it and, have a good time. I love it. Did you expect to be having this much fun when you started this company or is it exceeded your expectations? Yeah, I thought I would have fun, but I definitely think like there's been a lot of things that I was not anticipating happening uh-huh. at the beginning, which is really cool because I've awesome. just been taking it in stride. You mean like the planning of it or just like how much it's grown or what do you mean by that? 
Yeah, I think how much it's grown, um, mm-hmm. getting to work with some higher profile clients, um, being featured in a lot of media outlets, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. It's all kind of unraveled organically and mm-hmm. it's been really exciting and fun. Yeah, you guys are in like the peak of bachelorette parties right now. It's very in. It's yes. very on brands. You guys are <laughs> in the thick of it. And that must be so much fun. Yes, for sure. Amazing. Where can everyone find you, Batch to Basic, all that you have to offer, the planning, Instagram, tech, anything you got? Where can they find you? Yeah, um, our website is www.batch2tobasic.com. www.batch2tobasic.com. Um, you can find all of our information there and fill out a form to start the planning process and find any bachelorette inspiration on Instagram at batch to basic, or we are also on TikTok, batch to basic. Love it. You guys have a great social media. So thanks. <laughs> I know that's challenging. Um, thank you so much for doing this. This is a blast. We have to talk all the planning for mine eventually. I, I'm excited to talk to you guys more. Um, but yeah, have a great day. Yes, thank you so much for having me. That is it for me today, you guys. Thank you so much for being here and for listening. Before you go, make sure that you rate, review, and follow, as well as subscribe so you never miss an episode. And one thing you can share in the meantime, this podcast, obviously. Send it to a friend who needs some inspiration or give us some love on social media and tag us at Something to Share Podcast on Instagram. And I'll see you next Wednesday.